innovative, often duplicated. When enough people get on the trend, I elevate it, make it way harder for them to follow what I take. It hard to swallow like a lozenger lodged in your trachea. Goodness gracious, bruh, I can never make this up. So just take your stuff, rake it up, and take the bus. Never fake the funk, you painted skunks. You played enough, I'm lifting bars to outer space, so the weight is up. Fight, fight, fight. If you're grateful for Jiu-Jitsu's global reach, you owe a bit of a debt to Dennis Ash. The founder of Connection Rio BJJ Hostel helped create a pipeline of Americans training in Rio de Janeiro, learning and bringing their skills back home. Great Grappling instructor Jeremy Orell was one of the very first guests at the hostel, and when Dennis came to visit Great Grappling, Lourdes spoke with him about what the original aim of Connection Rio was, why the hostel is currently closed and when it'll reopen, about him training with Elio Gracie and Horian Gracie, and about North Carolina's food. Here's Lourdes' interview with Dennis Ash. We've talked to you about Cageside Fight Company on the program before, and Cageside.com is still the best place to get all of your fight gear needs. No matter what martial art you practice, you'll find something at a great price with tremendous customer service on Cageside.com. A couple of things available on the site right now. There's more than 50% of the Cageside best part of waking up rash guard. For those of us that do early morning jiu-jitsu, we know these are high-quality rash guards that speak to our particular interests. There's also some terrific Muay Thai shin guards, the Cageside tank shin guards, which are super high-quality and because we just did let leg kicks at class this week are on my mind so if you need some striking gear check that out whether you grapple whether you strike whether you do both you won't be sorry that you went to cageside.com This is Lourdes with Dirty White Belt Radio, and I'm talking to Dennis Ash of Connection Rio Academy today. Hi, Dennis. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you. Pleasure to be on the show. Um, We're really excited to have you on the show today, and I know that you're in town. You're here in North Carolina, in Charlotte, and you're here for uh, Jeremy O'Reilly's Great Grappling Anniversary Party. What did you think? Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Excellent experience. Uh, Jeremy has really put a lot into the jiu-jitsu scene here and it shows his hard work and dedication is built up an academy that's uh, got an incredible following and uh, he's you know he's very impressed have you been to um one of jeremy's anniversary parties before this is the first one it, it's pretty impressive like in its size like he has a lot of students and then they have the big like the magician out back and then there's the all the barbecue and everything did you get a chance to have any of the barbecue i did great food yeah what was your favorite um, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't realize I was going to be asking these kind of tough questions, no, did you? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, I, th- I think I'm, in general I liked all the food, so I didn't didn't have any complaints. I just enjoyed. Well, it was it was actually a real honor to have you here. I didn't realize how connected you were to Jeremy. So, when did you and Jeremy meet, and how long have you known Jeremy? Known Jeremy since 2009. He was one of the original guests at uh, Connection Rio uh, Jiu Jitsu Hostel in Brazil. And uh, I've known him since. I mean, uh, watched him. I followed him from abroad as he opened his academy here and started to build up students and uh, just watched the success and watched his hard work pay off. So was his visit to Brazil, was that the, that's the first time you guys met? Yes. Okay. And um, 
What was so? How long have you been in Brazil? I spent I spent in total just under twelve years mm-hmm. in Brazil. I spent a two year stint first from two thousand three to two thousand five, and then back from uh, the beginning or from uh, two thousand six until two thousand sixteen, where I came back to my hometown in Bend, mm-hmm. Oregon, to open up an academy. And I know that there's a number of um, of people that I've trained with that have made the trip to Brazil, and were, and that was all facilitated through your academy, Connection Rio, and um, and and I know that that's opened up a lot of great opportunities for um, for our, some of our local um, jujiteros here. Um, can you tell me about the beginning of of your training and what it was like? When did you start training? Who were you under? And what was it like when you started? I started training at jujitsu. Uh, through Progressive Fighting Systems in 1996, and uh, eventually moved on to uh, some Carlson Gracie lineage, and then uh, to John Machado, who really started to form my game and uh, got me on track to get to Brazil, uh, where I moved in 2003. So what precipitated your move? Like, What was the decision? I had, uh, under... John Machado, he got me focused on my jiu-jitsu at the time. I wanted to wanted to concentrate more on MMA, and uh, through his advice, I focused on my jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. and uh, just started competing, competing, competing in the Southern California region. And from there, uh, I was able to win a number of championships that, that uh, got me the plane ticket to get to Brazil. And uh, I was fortunate enough to spend my first week there with uh, Grandmaster Edu Gracie and uh, Horio. And uh, that was a life-changing experience, which is what they had, they had offered in the championship. They said that the, all the grand prize winners would get a life-changing experience. And to this day, I'm thankful to Horio and uh, the Gracie family for that because it really did change my life. I spent a lot of time in Brazil, and it opened up a lot of doors for me. After I had spent that, that time down there, I ended up coming back here to sell my things and to move down to Brazil. That was it. Wow, so, so it, was, it was just like, you're like, I, I need to go there then. Yes. And then were you there, so when, when you went back there, you were there for how long? That's when you were there two for two years. Okay. I was, the first time I was there for two years. And uh, after that, I, I returned to the United States for a year mm-hmm. and uh, back to Brazil in 2006. And spent 10 years straight. Mm-hmm. So at what point were you like, did you start Connection Rio and start bringing students from the United States down there? Uh, it was originally, I had a, a place in uh, 2004, and uh, that was by the advice of uh, Scott Nelson, owner of uh, On the Mat. I had lived with him for six months at his apartment there, mm-hmm. and uh, where he also housed Trujiteros uh, mm-hmm. from all over the place, and him and... Uh, uh, Danny, Danny Do Nothing had recommended that I I open up my own place and and start housing people. So I, that's what I did in 2004 uh, mm-hmm. until I left Brazil in mid 2005. And when I came back, I had a different kind of a focus. I really wanted to build something very unique mm-hmm. and allow an opportunity for people to come down and train and and help them mm-hmm. to to see another side of Brazil, and, mm-hmm. which. In turn, opened up other doors for athletic sponsorships and helping people to come down and and train without worrying about uh, training or or housing, Mm -hmm. which is uh, what it developed into. 
U.S. Grappling has another tournament coming up. Now, you know how well-run the U.S. Grappling tournaments are, and you know how good a time everybody has there. But what you might not know is that you can either register early online at usgrappling.com, or you can enter our contest to get one of our two sponsorships to upcoming U.S. Grappling tournaments. Details about that are on dirtywetbelt.com slash blog. You can also register online at their website, usgrappling.com. Go check out the best-run tournaments around and tell them we sent you. Um, so how was your first experience going to Brazil and um, different or, or the same or similar to the experience of maybe the, the, like some of the, the more recent people that have gone down and to Connection Rio? Like, is it, you know, is it more organized or like, you know, what would you say like the differences would be? I couldn't. I mean, it was uncomparable. You cannot replicate that first experience because... Grandmaster Elio Gracie is no longer alive, and mm-hmm. I spent the first week that I was down there at his farm, and uh, that's thanks to uh, Hoyle mm-hmm. and uh, his planning. It was a, an incredible first part of the trip. After that, I spent another another six weeks in uh, in Baja, just kind of exploring and training. Mm-hmm. And that that first uh, that first trip down there, it's you know it can't be replicated because it's, it's not possible anymore. But mm-hmm. In comparison then to now, I think it's a lot more friendly to foreigners mm. than it was. There are a lot more people that speak English. Uh, it's a lot easier to get around. There was, you know, at the time when I went down there, there was no YouTube, there was no smartphones, or there were no smartphones aside for there was Blackberries. But that's, you know, right? It, it, it was it was totally different. It was a very different experience. How did the first people even like? Like, how did Jeremy? How did people even find out about Connection Rio? And I mean, we, it's not like right now we can go on to the internet and we can look up Connection Rio or like you know jujitsu jujitsu in, in in Brazil. And it's like we have a wealth of information. But you know, you're talking about taking people down to Brazil during a time when the internet wasn't as developed and information wasn't as as free. There was very little information about staying in Brazil at the time when Connection reopened, and that's one of the things I wanted to help to open the doors and make it uh, or facilitate people's travels down there mm-hmm. with uh, a place that they could trust and uh, you know get all that they wanted or make the most of their time in Brazil. At the time, I I met Jeremy online first before anything. He mm-hmm. was coming down there. I was you know frequenting a number of forums. I met him on a forum and. Uh, ended up recommending that he come to the part of, of Rio de Janeiro where I had the hostel. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the beginning of uh, a great friendship and uh, the first people, that one of the very first people that stayed at Connection Rio. U.S. Grappling has another tournament coming up. Now, you know how well-run the U.S. Grappling tournaments are, and you know how good a time everybody has there. But what you might not know is that you can either register early online at usgrappling.com, or you can enter our contest to get one of our two sponsorships to upcoming U.S. Grappling tournaments. Details about that are on dirtywetbelt.com slash blog. You can also register online at their website, usgrappling.com. Go check out the best-run tournaments around and tell them we sent you. And um, how is Connection Rio doing? Like, what's what's the, what's the status of Connection Rio in, in Brazil at this point? We have closed our doors right now. We uh, I anticipate being able to open within the next year to two years or reopen in uh, in Rio. But right now, my focus is the academy in the United States and Bend, Oregon, my hometown. And uh, uh, there's a very good chance before long there's going to be one in the United States. I'm not going to you know. 
say anything else about that right now until it's all you know all the footwork's done but mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's in the mix so it's a good thing it's not uh, there's nothing bad about it when uh closing the doors it's unfortunate i mean i, I put a lot into connection real both uh investment wise and emotionally but and uh, time wise but it's uh it's something that needed to happen you need to close for a while because uh, we wanted to make it better and this mm-hmm. is uh, me being in the United States. It's extremely hard for me to to look over it 100 percent like uh, like I like to, and, mm-hmm. uh, like I always have. And uh, uh, when it reopens, it's going to be bigger and and uh, better than ever. That actually sounds pretty exciting. So this is kind of it's it's not a it's not a goodbye. It's kind of more of a see you later situation than with the connection Rio in in um in Brazil. Yes, exactly. Okay, and in the meantime, you're here in Oregon, in Bend, Oregon. Yes. So in Bend, Oregon, um, since you're in Oregon's a gorgeous state, although I have not been there, but I was um, talking about it. And um, uh, and uh, tell me what you're doing other than jujitsu in Oregon. That's it right now. Enjoying the enjoying my uh, enjoying my hometown. I missed Oregon a lot. I mean, this we always say the grass is always greener in the other pasture, and I, you know, as much as I enjoyed being in Rio and and mm-hmm. uh, having the benefits of training and. Uh, fresh fruits and good food and beaches and all those things. I missed my hometown. I really do. It's, there's something to be said for, uh, mm-hmm. for where I was raised. And yeah. I love the, I love my hometown. I wanted to be back there. And so it's, it's been great for me to have family, friends. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of good things have come from this. So if people want to, um, come and train with you and come visit you, they would, you have an Academy then in Bend, Oregon. And what's your Academy's name? Connection Rio Jiu Jitsu Academy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and would you, can we expect that you'd be coming back into the Carolinas then uh, more I frequently? Yeah, I, had a, I had a great time here. Uh, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being, uh, being at Great Grappling. And uh, yeah, absolutely. You can expect to see me back here again. Okay. So a couple of just um, kind of off questions. One, I want to, because you mentioned that you got a chance to train with Elio Gracie, um, I want to know what's something that's memorable. What's one of your most memorable um, interactions with Elio, whether it was on the mat or off the mat? I would say both Elio and and Orion. I I had the opportunity to thank them for their contributions to Mm jiu-jitsu. And uh, without their contributions, and I wouldn't have seen, or I I can't say that I wouldn't have ever seen jiu-jitsu, but it wouldn't have been presented to me in a way that, that motivate me to seek out training and uh, leave where I was at. I was, at a, I was in Oregon at the time, and there was very, very little jiu-jitsu here or there. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I went and sought out jiu-jitsu. I moved states. I went, uh, went to another place so I could train. And, and that's directly caused by the, what, the, what contributions Adil put into jiu-jitsu and uh, Hodin had put into with the UFC. And I was able to thank both of them, and it was that was really important to me in life. Something I wanted to do before uh, having close personal contact with them in the you know during that trip. Mm-hmm. My my last question is going to be: um, it's been inspired by Luke, um, the the house cat at, at at the tap house, which actually so it sounds like the tap house is kind of similar in ideals um, to what you were doing at Connection Rio. Yes, and this is an incredible project. I'm, uh, I'm glad to see that Jeremy's following through and making this happen. It's a, it's a unique opportunity for athletes here, and uh, I wish him the best and success with this because it's something that's going to help a lot of people out, mm-hmm. give them a, a great opportunity in life to make the most of their jiu-jitsu. 
because Project Tap has a um, has a, it's it's spirit animal, I think, in Luke. Um, so, cat or dog? Which one is your preference? That's here? tough. I like both. I really do. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't tell you one or the other. I really like cats and I really like dogs. Okay. So I'm I'm non biased. I like both of them. You're not going to take a stance on that nope. one. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me this morning, uh, Dennis. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Cats or dogs? That's like gee versus no gee. A never-ending debate and one where you don't have to pick just one. Although the correct answers are gee and dogs, respectively. U.S. Grappling is our favorite tournament organization for a lot of reasons. Run by grapplers for grapplers, U.S. Grappling consistently provides the best tournament experience for competitors. Whether it's a points tournament or submission only, and U.S. Grappling runs true no-time-limit submission-only events, it's the best place to compete and to watch your friends compete. Check out upcoming events and register online at usgrappling.com. Thanks to Lourdes for conducting that interview and to Dennis Ash for letting us talk to him. This is going to be a short show this week, and so that's going to be it. The reason it's a short show is because, well, me and Betsy are getting married. We're getting married September 3rd, and so I'm recording this well in advance so you all can have a show to listen to and not have to take a week off of Dirty White Bell Radio. I want to appreciate everybody who's reached out to us and said congratulations. I want to thank everybody who sent us a little gifts and come to the wedding. And uh, But mostly I just want to thank you all for listening to the show and letting us be a part of your lives. That's it for us this week. The co-hosts are Betsy O'Donovan and Lourdes Cantu. Our Patreon contributors at the podcast shout-out level are Betty Broadhurst, Cody Malte, Chris Holmes, and Carl Krebs. You can join them for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com Dirty White Belt. That allows you to support the show as well as get cool rewards. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you again next Sunday.